Hey guys, how are we getting on? Hope we're all good. Thank you very much for tuning into the JCC podcast again for episode number 54. Hope we're all having a beautiful day as always and a very, very good either start to your week. And um, I believe it's going to be a start to the week if you're listening to this when I when I release it. Um, so little update on me, quick little 60 second update on myself. Um, potentially done the diet by the time that this um this airs and into a bit of a, a peak week feed up periods before a couple of professional shots being done in the gym nothing crazy photo shoot wise and just getting francis my uh, my videographer to take a couple of nice shots at the very end to kind of mark the end of this dieting phase but really really looking forward to getting this this done now it has been um do you know it's been an aggressive phase for me for sure because it was it was needed um, and that's going to be kind of the topic of discussion today. I believe I am 14 kilos down in just under 12 weeks, which is a good chunk of weight in under 12 weeks. Um, and, you know, every action is a reaction. I've definitely felt it the last couple of, of days, maybe even a week or so. And I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting back into my own improvement phase itself. Um, so today's podcast topic, and I got a, bit, a couple of messages, actually, one, I think two messages during maybe the last week or maybe 10 days or so, of people saying that they really like the shorter form podcast. You know, my YouTubes are, are quite long in nature, um, and I do enjoy giving lots of value on that. If you guys don't follow me, look up Josh Can Conditioning on YouTube, um, and that's where I do my long form. But I think this could be a nice method for me to do because it doesn't revolve me or it doesn't mean, excuse me, that I need to take so long in planning these episodes. I want to give you guys as much value as I can. And the previous episodes, I might have had to plan out a little bit more. I can't just do it in the day that when this is on my mind, but this allows me to provide value and it means I can get them out more frequently and they're in a bit of a shorter time frame as well. So I'd love to get your thoughts on this, guys. Uh, please do keep sharing this on your on your stories and all that kind of stuff as well. And even YouTube, you know, I really, really appreciate it. And it helps me, helps more people at the end of the day. So this podcast episode today is going to be on aggressive versus slower dieting. So let's let's kind of define those terms first. And what is aggressive dieting? What is slow dieting? They're going to be two different ends of a rate of loss spectrum, in my opinion. Okay, so the first one that we'll discuss is going to be an aggressive rate of loss. I think this is about 1 to 1.5% of body weight loss per week, which is exactly what I've been able to pull off in this prep. As, as the example that I just used, 14 kilos in just oh, just under 12 weeks. So that's an aggressive dieting strategy, in my opinion. It's, it's, it's foot to the pedal, all gas, no brakes, dieting. A slow percentage or a slow version of dieting might be around that kind of 0.5% of body weight loss per week, maybe even a little bit lower than that. And it just depends what your, your kind of... Um, what would I say? It depends what your definition of that is itself. But let's say, for instance, I'm 81 now at the moment. If I was pulling off 0.8 to a kilo a week, which I am doing every single week, if not a little bit more, that's aggressive dieting, in my opinion. A slow one would be to be pulling off 0 0.3, 0 0.4, 0 0.5 kilos on a week-to-week -week basis as well. Is one right? Is one wrong? Is one better? Is one worse? No, not at all. Both of them have absolute merit. And I will use both of them with clients and, and I have used both of them for myself as well. But let, let's before we even discuss my favorite approach, what, what why I would why I would select one and the other. Let's go through that now. So let's let's understand when we would go aggressive. 
So for me, this this kind of revolves around maybe what are we at four four to five you know four main points here. One is going to be like the start of any diet. You know, you can be aggressive out the gate. Think of this almost like two. Think of it almost like two um, graphs or two kind of um, uh, lines on a uh, on an x x y diagram or an x y graph. One is when you start the diet, fatigue is going to be incredibly low, and your ability to pluck off body fat is incredibly high. So that's a really good time where you can be a little bit more aggressive. I think I think I pulled off about two and a half or three kilos in my first week. A lot of this is going to be fluid. A lot of this is going to be glycogen for sure, but it is rate of loss. And the reason why we've done that is because I think I knocked off over a thousand calories, increased my steps by 3000 and added two cardio sessions in from what I was doing previously. So that's an aggressive change, we would say. An aggressive change equals aggressive results. So that's an aggressive uh, a change that that we've made, uh, and I believe that that's a really good you know start or uh, start of any diet I've actually written in here. You know, Richie who who's just started off his own prep, Leon has started his own, on his own prep, Gary who's done an amazing job in his own dieting phase, Ivana the same. Everyone who's going in dieting phases now at the moment, it's that all gas no breaks. Let's get out of the blocks nice and quick mentality for everyone, in my opinion. Because at that stage, you know, the the main thing with this is why we wouldn't go aggressive and more slower, which we'll discuss in a few seconds, is going to really be around that kind of fatigue element to it and cognitive function, et cetera. But at the beginning, none of that is ever going to be there. So we have the ability to be aggressive at the blocks. I always say, let's be Usain Bolt straight out of the blocks here. And if we're going too fast, the worst thing that you can do is is we can just add more food back in. We can remove some cardio. We can slow it down. But I always advise us going a little bit more aggressive out the gate. The second thing that we have to think of is, is if you have a date in mind. So if you if, if someone came into me and said, Josh, I'm going on holidays in nine weeks and I have, you know, and, and I really want to get back down to my weight at 72 kilos. Cool. Okay. What weight are we at now at the moment? 82. Okay, let's start now and let's let's get going immediately. Aggressive straight out the gate, Usain Bolt. Same as with the prep. Let's say if we have, you know, if it let's use Leon as, as a great example here. Leon, one of my clients who prepped last year and won the NBFI juniors competition, which is an amazing uh, feat. Shout out Leon if you're listening to this. He got down to 65 kilos, I believe. Okay, I think that that's the weight that we were at. Um, at our lowest weight and that was an amazing look okay so at the moment when he started his prep i believe we started about 81 82 kilos and with a an eight and 19 or 20 week gap between them them if we do the math that means that we need to pull off 17 or maybe 18 kilos in eight or 19 to 20 weeks so doing a slower approach at 0.5% of body weight loss per week, you guys do the math here, you're going to come up short. So that needs to be a little bit more aggressive in nature as well. And the same with the photo shoot prep or anything like this. But you can never know that unless you have the data gathered behind you, unless you've actually dieted with an individual before, which is why I love working with clients for a prolonged period of times through multiple phases, because we literally know to AT where we need to land both phases Neve is also a great example that we know in her push-up phase now, she's just finished up her own photo shoot prep. We know where we land diet-wise, 
but also where where it's kind of not tap into. I think we maybe push a little bit higher, but you know that was a that was a um, a tool that we used and we evaluated. It and we say okay, ne- next time maybe just pulling two kilos off that is a really good top end scale weight to hit. Okay. The third thing is going to be around you know I've said J- Jamie's another really good example for us now at the moment. Jamie, one of my clients came into me and he said, you know, I want to get into gaining phase. I want to build muscle. And when I saw his physique shots, I said, that is absolutely what we need more than anything right now. Then I said, okay, let's look at the physique composition. Are we ready to enter your improvement phase? No. So us kind of beating around the bush, spending 20, I think we're going to have to pull off close to, you know, close to 12 kilos or so for himself beating around the bush at 0.5 kilos off every single week, that's 25 weeks. That's half a year gone for him. Where my thought process would be to say, you know, let's put the foot on the pedal, all gas, no brakes. Let's close this dieting phase off. Urgency into this dieting phase is a phrase that a lot of new clients will always hear from me and any client in general. Let's get out of this and then let's get into the green zone. Let's get into the surplus. Let's get into the phase that you need more than anything right now with a more aggressive approach. That That's necessary for him because I don't want him tiptoeing around. Yes, it's a little bit more aggressive. Yes, it can be tougher at times. But I believe that keeping my physique cap on and my coaching cap on right now, he needs that phase more than anything. So me slowing down that phase for him to get into the green zone, into a surplus, into an improvement phase, I think that that's not necessary. It would be much more necessary to speed up that process and get him into that green zone then off the back of it, off the back of it. Um, so I think slowing down, getting into the green zone, I think that that is pretty much that point covered already. I think I'm at maybe three, three specific points. So the start of any diet, having a date in mind and just saying, you know, what that physique needs more in that moment in time. If it's a really, really, really well muscled guy, do you know, if it's incredibly developed physique, we don't really have a date in mind or anything like this, then then I think we can be a little bit slower. Even if we have a date in mind, we can just be a little bit slower to retain a little bit more tissue. But needs must, you know, the need is muscle building for Jamie, and that's why we've been a little bit more aggressive. I also want to put one thing as well in here, that when you're going through this period of time, which I will be, you know, Jamie is, is literally, I think we, we 12 weeks or 12 days out from the end of his diet now at this stage, the mindset that I want him to have at this stage is going to be one extra week of dieting buys him back two or three to four weeks in his surplus phase. So it's a one to almost four ratio. What does that mean? If he's pulling off a kilo a week and he's 70 kilos and we're looking to gain one to you know 1.5 kilos a month, you know, that's one week's worth of dieting buys him back another additional month in a surplus. That's a really nice way to think of it and something I use with clients all the time. When when the going gets tough and, you know, and the, the chips are down, we're feeling tired and we just want to eat more and the surplus is around the corner, exactly what I'm feeling right now myself. I always think and I always relate to clients, give me one more week and you just bought back an extra month. Think about that surplus. You have an extra month in that surplus, more food, more social events. That's a really nice mindset to have. So if you guys are struggling at the end of your dieting phase, that's definitely something I want you to pick, okay, or to use. So that's aggressive dieting. When to go slower? A slower, um, a, a point in time when to go slower in your phase would maybe be the end of the diet. 
Remember we discussed that fatigue and an ability to pluck off body fat graph? Well, right now, you know, for me, at the end of my diet, and Jamie, you know, and everyone who's dieting on the team now at the moment, is fatigue is going to be much higher. You know, The desire to diet is lower. The mental fatigue is going to be higher. Therefore, running at you know a 1.5 kilos off every single week here is, is probably not what we're what we're looking for, you know, and any and definitely nothing higher than that for sure. Even even 1.5 and one is 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 at high high rate. Now, if you can handle it, you know, which is uh, you know I'm feeling fatigued, but I can handle it. I have an unbelievable amount of experience dieting now at this stage, way too much for my age. Um, but if you can handle it, there's no problem with it. But the end of a diet when fatigue is really high, legs are feeling heavy, cognitive function is going, desire to keep dieting is very low, keeping yourself at 1, 1 to 1.5% of, bo- of body weight loss per week is a recipe for disaster. Then I would advise pulling down your rate of loss, maybe adding an extra 25 carbs and maybe dropping off two cardio sessions. Or if it naturally just drops to you know 0.5% of body weight loss per week, that's probably a, a good thing then. doesn't mean you can't be aggressive towards the end not at all and if needs most like you said if you know if leon was at the end of his prep last year richie is at this one and we have weight to lose you know we've got to do it you know we've just got to put the foot down at that stage as well so you need to understand where you're this is all goal specific of course and timeline specific so at the very end of the diet i have no problem with slowing down rate of loss for sure the second approach would be when you when you just don't have many calories to play with like i said if this just naturally you know happens and your food, I'm gonna won't say a number because it's all completely relative. If you feel that your food is is low, your cardio is high, you're doing you know seven days cardio, you know, steps are 13, 14, 15k steps, or whatever the number is that you're doing, and your coach says, Can we drop food? And you say to them, oh, I don't think so. Like I really don't think so. Then you know, you just keep going at that slower rate of loss. That's that's a great time for you to do it as well. And um, you don't need to like Put, put yourself into a hole to achieve a slightly higher rate of loss if as long as you don't have a specific timeline and a specific date and a competition or whatever that it is um, at play. To be honest, I really think that the only time that would happen if let's say you get to a stage and you're you know three weeks out from X event and you're, you, someone says to you or your coach says to you, you know, I don't care how you're feeling. You, you, like, you, need, to, you need to be more aggressive towards that 1%. The only time really I think that that should ever happen is in like a competition or a really like a photo shoot prep or something like that. I don't think anyone should be doing that in a lifestyle. Even at that, like you probably should be timelining it better enough so that you don't have to be aggressive at the very end. That should be taken into play. And something we hope that we never have to do, of course. But in a lifestyle, you know, if you're going on way on holidays, hammering yourself into the floor for the last three weeks to go away on holidays, fatigued and like literally dug into a hole probably not the most healthy thing to be doing. Anyway, the third approach then is going to be when the aggressive approach does not fit your lifestyle. I've worked with many a client in my time that they're busy parents. They work two jobs. You know, they need much, much higher cognitive function than maybe, you know, myself or or let's say say they're a, a brain surgeon, you know, or something like this. Them being in a really aggressive dieting phase 
that being said, I don't think I've ever worked with a brain surgeon, but someone, if they've relayed this information that they're starting to lose cognitive function and work and not feeling on it in their job, and it's a high pressure environment, that would be another thing that I'd take into account. Am I going to tell a, a brain surgeon who's going in to do brain surgery? I don't care. We're still keeping it at 1.5% rate of loss per week. Of course not. This is all things that you need to take into account. Fourth that we'll discuss is going to be uh, when they're not enjoying it, you know, when you're not enjoying it. If you're trying to do this high rate of loss and you're literally hating your life right now, tell your coach, tell tell yourself that if you're self-coached. Is it worth it for you to hate your life for four or five weeks for you to try and dig yourself into a hole and to pluck off body fat when you can just slow it down a little bit more and still achieve decent levels of body weight loss per week? That's a really, really important note to point point to note excuse me and the final one then is going to be when there is no end date if you don't have a photo shoot prep lined up if you don't have a a competition if you don't have a holiday and you're not enjoying it or it doesn't fit your lifestyle that's a great time for you to kind of slow it down or even without even the enjoyment side of things if that's just something you want to do that's also a a good a good approach for you to use and there's nothing wrong with losing 0.5 percent of body weight per week do you know i have many clients who are on that kind of that rate of loss you know calculator almost um and it's important to know that that that's okay so you just need to weigh up um which one is in line really around your it's mainly a goal specific timeline specific and just overall lifestyle and enjoyment specific um to be honest so which one do i prefer for myself and or clients so i'll answer it about clients whatever the client needs you know my how i like to diet people has absolutely no use if a client does not does not like that method. And I'll never, ever, ever push a method on the client that they don't want to and enjoy doing. Enjoyment is number one priority for everyone, everyone who comes on board the team. So whatever the client needs at that moment, whatever the client wants in that moment as well is definitely the right answer. There isn't zero, there's no right or wrong here. There's no better or worse. Both of them achieve the outcome, desired outcome is body fat loss and body weight loss. So which one is better just is, like I said, goal-specific, timeline-specific, and then also, what was the third one? Well, enjoyment-specific as well, okay? For me, my preference, if the client had no, you know, no preference on either and would just like my advice, aggressive in and out all day, absolutely all day. Just like the fact that, you know, most people who I'm working with now at the moment are going to need and myself also AJ I'm sure is to, like why is that why have I done an aggressive job because I need to get back in a surplus I need to grow my legs I need to grow my chest you know me being in a diet for 25 weeks here is just unproductive because I my gut my need for my physique is more in the surplus than it is in a dieting phase and that's mostly going to be the case for everyone I'm working with now at the moment. I don't think there's one person that I'm working with or that wouldn't be the case um, so I do love an aggressive in and out approach, you know, dial in for a short period of time, you know, 10, 12, 16 weeks, whatever that it is, pluck off significant amounts of body weight, move yourself into an improvement phase for eight, nine, 10, 12 months. That's the kind of the trade-off that I love. I'd, I'd hate to go, you know, six months in a deficit and then get six months back into a surplus, you know, that or 10 months in a surplus, that, that ratio isn't, isn't appealing for me. And I know a lot of clients, albeit I know I don't know if Jamie's going to be listening to this now at the moment. And I know he's 
he's at the end of this dieting phase. You know, he's he's taken all boxes. He's an absolute warrior, prof- unbelievable professional at this. Um, but I know that you know he's he will appreciate when he's done this diet that we went aggressive and that he has months and months and months in front of him. But to finish it off, like I said, there is no right, there is no wrong, there's no good, there's no bad. All things have application. Just make sure you select the one that you need to to use or that your clients need. Okay. Other than that, guys, hopefully you've enjoyed the pods. Hopefully you've taken some value. If you guys have any questions about anything we've discussed today, please, of course, let me know. But looking forward to catching up and touching base in the next one.